Does it is is the, the 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 tension of his top knot in any way responsible for how often he has to pee? You know, is, it like, is it like is it like is it like lat band for your bladder? The tighter your top knot, the more frequently you have to empty that little that little John out. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. probably is that what you call it? You call it little John? Little John. <laughs> it, yeah. It, it pulls everything upward and just makes the bladder tighter, and the pee pee just comes out the bottom of that sack. Is you, how that works. You see, it it really paints the picture okay. of the ways in which our minds go to different corners of the galaxy when people have references. Because I said Little John, and I literally thought of Robin Hood and, t- and Men in Tights and Little oh, John. Okay. And, yeah. the, and you went, you know. I went windows to the walls. I'll ski, ski, motherfucker. I'll ski, ski. <laughs> Going full ski. Welcome uh, back. This is episode two of The Cynical Nerd. Um, mm-hmm. we, you know, we're, we're fucking back. We're back, boys. Uh, I'd like to thank everybody are. for the warm reception to episode one, and uh, we're very much looking forward to getting into the, the shenanigans that are happening this week. Before I start, uh, Scott, did you have another joke about his top knot that you wanted to make? Because I'll gladly pause for it. Uh, with it. I just want to take a minute to say, to say uh, thank you to all the schmegs for tuning in. We yeah, really yeah. appreciate you guys a lot. Uh, and I, I, don't, I don't think I have any yet, but I, I yeah. could say that you look like you look like the kind of genie that would live in, in a bottle of talcum powder. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. That's all I got. <laughs> that was Listen, Schmegs, Schmegs, you're very much welcome. It was a joke. It's all in good fun. Your your dirty peepees are very much welcome here. We're okay with it. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. I'm but like, I think I think like I know this. I don't want to get off a tangent here because we're just starting this. But I think I think the Schmegs need they need to have some Schmeg pride. You know what I mean? Like who's to say that Wolverine was circumcised before his mutant powers took effect? That's true. <laughs> At this point, no matter how many times they cut him, it grows back. Reshmeg, reshmeg, more shmegs yeah, every time. Yeah. Yeah. That joke was so good. I feel like you wrote that down just to say it this week. I, I definitely did. <laughs> who's, uh, who's to say Wolverine? But, but, circumstances. but we're gonna call we're gonna call that shmegception. Okay. Uh, <laughs> also, another one, Superman. I don't think they circumcise people on Krypton. I don't think they have any weird draconian religions there that I'm aware of. Uh, but maybe they're maybe. born pre-snipped. They're pre-installed. Yeah, yeah, but, with, well, uh, if it if it wasn't taken care of, though, we can clearly do it on Earth because Lex Luthor, Jesse Eisenberg, Lex, Lex Luthor had that little that little knife scalpel of yeah, of yeah. But you would you would need a kryptonite scalpel to cut that Kryptonian cock. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That uh, KC boy. What, what was that about? Not going off on tangents. Um, <laughs> we're we're fucking back, boys. This feels good. I I'm wearing for those of you who are listening to audio again. I apologize. I try not to do this. I'm wearing. A nod to our Star Wars Squadrons VR streams that happened this week. Uh, me and yes. Swearwolf were there, had a good fucking time. Derek was there in spirit. Uh, <laughs> Holy. Yeah, literally, yeah. literally in spirit. Um, with me today is Scott. How you doing, buddy? Uh, I'm doing great, man. I'm feeling really excited. Uh, I've had a lot of positive uh, comments from people I've known for a long time about the podcast that I'm excited to uh, go around to. Sounds sick. How about you, Derek? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, no, doing good. Uh, I don't have anything cool to say about my t-shirt. It's just a V-neck. It's really, it's really terrible. But, so sorry f- for anyone who's not watching it. That's all it is. Yeah. You're two for two on shitty shirts right now. I man. know. Yeah. I, know. I just I keep mean, doing it. They're comfy. My, my titties get to breathe. It's very important. They all can't wear the, pa- the pan cocky. Yeah. That pan I mean. cocky that's is true. fucking clutch, right. dude. A1. Yeah. Mm. She, she, she can't wait to get it. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to have you take a picture of your t-shirt. I'll find the graphic online. That'll be the image for the actual episode. Yes. Okay. Um, Derek, the most important question for those who can't see is how deep is the V? 
Uh, it's not that deep. I'm not really a deep V kind of guy. I don't like when you can see the chest hairs, but that's mainly because I don't have them. So I keep it a nice high and tight V, baby. That's how I, I do it. I just aerodynamics. While you're lying to everyone listening, I can literally see your belly button Jennifer Lopez style right now. Yeah, that, that is a deep CV right there, bro. Yeah, you can see my butterfly Ooh, belly yeah. button ring just James fucking hanging out the top. Filming that shit. That's how deep that V is. My heart skipped a beat because I thought the lead singer of Cheetos joined the podcast for a second. That's how deep your V was. <laughs> Uh, uh, now you know I'm fucking lying because my heart wouldn't skip a beat for that dickle. <laughs> All right, yeah. right into the news of the week, and I would just like to say, as as the gracious host of this podcast, um, fuck you, Scott, oh. for making me watch Jim Henson's funeral. Yeah, exactly. I did not need to cry those tears. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want them yeah, back. Yeah. No, no, you needed to, man. It's it's healthy. I, like like i I realized after after watching it again, like there are two different funerals that took place. One took place in the states, one took place in London. yeah, uh, one one is way more exponentially more drab than the second one. The one that took place in the states was the first one. People were really taken aback by it. There was a lot of like there's just a lot of heartfelt you know sentiment from all the people who had worked with them, had built their entire careers working with them. Uh, and you can tell that that for our parents' generation, he was to us like what George Lucas is, you know, mm-hmm. or what or what uh, you know uh, Peter Jackson. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I say I say probably more Lucas, but uh, you know, someday we're gonna have we're gonna have the same kind of fanfare when when George Lucas passed away. We're all gonna be sobbing. People are gonna be there. You know, people who like Simon Pegg will be there probably. Yeah. In in younger Platt costume, sobbing uncontrollably. (laughs) Yeah, he's he's definitely gonna be sobbing. That's gonna be the hardest part. (laughs) Seeing Simon Pegg crying (laughs) is worse than George Lucas dying, really, in a lot of ways. Yeah. 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 Um, (laughs) But the question is though, like who like who's gonna outlive who? You know what I mean? Like, is, is Harrison Ford going to go first? I really doubt it. The guy's walked away from a plane crash. He may be unbreakable. Yeah. Oh, your, your mic's oh, on. Oh, you're, you're gone again. How about now? Yeah. <laughs> Why does that fix it? I'm going to have to figure it out later. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be that kind of thing where, um, you know, he walks away from a plane crash, but like he dies from the pit of an olive or something. Is that, <laughs> yeah, that going to yeah. be his, his death yeah. sentence? He's, he's going to get dysentery. Like the first confirmed case of dysentery in Los Angeles. <laughs> in, in what? 80 years, something like that. Very nice. Yeah, don't don't check me on that. I've done no research. So (laughs) the the one that I watched, and I I think it's the same one Derek watched, was with Big Bird performing with a green sign. So so I I put it on and I'm watching it in the living room because my son's watching his own shit and my wife's on her phone. And she looks up and she's like, what are you watching? And I tell her and I tell the whole background. And it's like uh, at the point I was at, it was right it was right when it starts to get sad and there's a moment I watched almost the entire thing through. I skipped uh, a lot of the like pastor stuff because I knew, you know, typical funeral fanfare, funeral fanfare, <laughs> funeral that's, that's fanfare. good alliteration. <laughs> that, that may be the name of this episode. Funeral fanfare with the pancocky image. Um, yeah. <laughs> wonderful combo. So it was right when it started to get sad. So Frank Oz, I think started talking mm-hmm. and he didn't cry, but the guy after him, started laying shit down frank oz breaks down at the very at the very last sentence he's like like that's what i realized that he loved me and i loved him and you're just like oh my god oh fuck oh my god right uh yeah. and then the it perpetually got sadder from there it was like a tumbleweed of sadness going downhill like the next guy after him choked up one of them literally like the last thing he said i, I don't even know his name i'm sorry i'm butchering this but he he like couldn't even say it he like walked away from the microphone and then big bird comes strutting the fuck out the saddest looking creature <laughs> i've ever seen in my life holding his head his head down low literally i uh, his voice is trembling as he finishes the fucking song at the end 
and I look back at my wife and she's crying. She's like, why are we watching this? Yeah, I had I had uh, almost the exact same experience. Like, first of all, I'm going to ask the two of you and, of course, the listeners, just while I'm talking about this, just Google, throw a, a Google image search for um, uh, Kermit touches Jim Henson poster. That'll get that'll get it. The, the so, one the one you'll see it. It's all right. I, I don't have to go any further. You'll see it. Anyway, you might get some thing for results with that too, though. <laughs> oh <my laughs> but, uh, no. Be careful. Yeah, yeah. I had Ron like because I had it come through my speakers, and you know we get to the part with Big Bird singing "It Ain't Easy to Be Green," oh, dude. and she's like, "What the fuck are you watching?" <laughs> and and the, the relation between the uh, Kermit touching the Jim Henson poster picture and Big Bird singing "It Ain't Easy to Be Green," the thing they have in common is. I have every fucking reason in the world to laugh at those things, but they made me cry for some fucking reason. It was so beautiful. It was so like, yeah. it, it was just the worst thing. It was, it was really intense. Even just talking about it. Like, I know we're all like on the, we're all, we're all laughing to suppress tears right now. I feel like, like I'm, I'm laughing yeah. nervously. Cause I don't want to cry. Cool. That's it. Yeah. 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 Like I don't give a fuck, but like, dude, like it broke me down in a way when the first time I watched it, I was never expecting it. And like, it's like that movie me- I melt with you. You know what I mean? Like you yes, see it, you see yeah. it, and like it's like it's like it's like the tape from the ring. Like once you see, you have to show somebody else because somebody else needs to know how fucked up and beautiful this is. <laughs> and and they and like it, it right? Like it's just it's it's I, I can't recommend it enough. But you got to be in the right mood for it, man. It can ruin yeah. your whole fucking week if you're having a bad week already. But also yeah. like if you're having if you're having a terrible time right now, which a lot of people are with everything going on right now. Uh, I mean, it's it kind of like it's a testament to what you can do if you put positive energy out into the world. I think because all Jim Henson would do was make people laugh. He was a, a a frustrating guy to work with apparently, but he was a beautiful yeah. dude who brought so much happiness to me as a child. My mother as a child, like the, the Muppets had been so well established by the time star Wars came out that, that after the, after the uh, success of a new hope, uh, Mark Hamill was on the Muppet show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he was a special guest and they did a whole star Wars themed episode. Like it was such a large iconic part of pop culture. And to see somebody like that, uh, like honored in that way, no matter what kind of person you are, man, whether you give a fuck about the Muppets or not, it just, it does something to you mm-hmm. it, on like, on like a real, like visceral level. Uh, oh, you're, yeah, you gotta move that, you gotta move Mother- that boy up. Motherfucker. Um, yeah, how about good? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Fine. Just start every sentence like that though. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yeah. Like, we'll, just, we'll just move it right here. I'm just shouting to your yeah. ears the whole time. Yeah. Um, yeah dude, just, it's fine. What really got me when I was watching it was realizing as my son sitting next to me, I'm like, like 80% of the shit you're into came from that motherfucker right there. So I'm like, I'm watching it and I'm just I'm like, I'm already, you know, welling up with tears because I'm an emotional man and I don't give a shit if you know that. And I'm like, oh shit, like my positive son. masculinity. But exactly, exactly. Positive Posi masculinity. mask. Pause mask. Pause mask. And, uh, you know, like 80% of the shit that he's literally playing with his fucking Sesame Street toys. And uh, it was cool. And then, so getting to the actual ceremony, because I'm going to make you step back through it because this is all your fault. Uh, there. Right, bring it on, man. I'm ready. I'm towards ready the it. end, there's two things that stood out. One of which was his family reading notes he wrote them, like four years before his death or something like that, which is yeah. uh, really touching. And and obviously he doesn't read the whole thing verbatim because it's personal, but they read some excerpts from it. And then there's the medley at the end with all the voice actors, which was yeah wonderful. Just oh, dude, it was really it was incredible, incredible, like really fucking wonderful. It was it was like, yeah. the whole thing was great. Um, yeah, I think. I- yeah i mean i ended up skimming it a bit not because it was boring but because it was making me really sad and it's very interesting that it starts out the same way that 
any bad acid trip starts out with people poorly <laughs> harmonized singing. And the only thing that you're certain of is that someone nearby is dead. Oh, and then like, I, I skip forward and the, the way people are talking about, you know, the, their puppets, like I had the bird in my hand and his eyes were looking at me as another was looking. And it was like very, it was very surreal. It just reminded me of the weird, very, very short fest scene that I was in like 10 years ago. It was, it was, it was, it was pretty surreal. <laughs> Uh, it was a pretty good time and it was also pretty fucking sad. So I hate you for it. Moving right along. Yeah. Yeah. I put this piece of news in here and it might, I, I I'm just astonished it's even happening. Maybe, maybe you knew this, Scott. So there's a scream five happening and, uh, not only a scream five filming, but fucking Nev Campbell and David Arquette and all the major play was it Courtney Cox. Yeah. Are yeah. Fucking coming back. I, I had no clue. You knew this was happening. Uh, I, I knew, I, I didn't know that they had started, uh, like principal for, it starts with an F, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're starting it well enough. That's 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 for sure. Uh, I didn't know that they, they had started uh, like actually filming it though. It, it's the crazy thing to me. Uh, it's the first one that will not be helmed by Wes Craven. Uh, so I'm kind of on the fence about it. To be honest with you, um, all the screams have worked very well, uh, both as slasher films in a genre that was kind of tired and just beaten down and done to death. Because they also like parodied all the all the ones that came before that they directly took inspiration from. Right. Uh, Wes Craven's one of those rare directors where almost everything he makes, even if it's absolute horseshit, it's at least entertaining. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can make the argument that not every scream was as strong as the first one, and that would be a very easy argument to make. Uh, but they, <laughs> they all they all found ways to play on the tropes of the genre and in ways you know like like playing off of the rules of a sequel versus a trilogy where it all has to come full circle. It was a little hacky, yeah. brain wise. Uh, but you know they're fun. They're fun movies, man. Uh, it's it's hard to gauge how it's going to be without Wes Craven, uh, especially considering I think four was one of the the most poorly received of all of them so far. Um, but I, but again, like four was very topical, kind of like took shots at uh, you know like c- where culture is right now. It had a lot to say about culture, about like you know everyone's always posting everything. Right. So of course a killer, of course a killer is is more concerned with clout than with revenge. It's just about attention, uh, and that's. You know, you got to wonder what, what they're going to what direction they're going to take with Scream 5. What do they have left to say more so? Like, is it going to have that same punch that the other ones had where even if they're very campy and kind of tongue in cheek, uh, is there going to be more depth to it? Or is it just going to become, you know, another conjuring type bullshit where it's just a, a re- reiteration every three <laughs> or four years? You know? Yeah. I mean, who's who's really to say here? But I guess I guess we'll see when the movie comes out. So the actual the actual thrust of the article is that this movie that I didn't know was actually being made. Uh, had three people test positive for COVID nineteen. They're just they're just like fuck it. We're gonna film anyway. Um, you know, whatever. Uh, well, they're doing things now where they have people who are not uh, like you know who are not on screen. Uh, if, if you're not a director, if you're not one of the stars of the film, you are kind of working with their what they're calling I think pods. Yeah, yeah. Where, where there's no actual interaction or contact between the stars and the people who work on the set uh, unless they unless they absolutely have to have that. Right, right. Uh, which is great. Which is great because I'm sure Courtney Cox doesn't give a fuck about the key grip of the best boy. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, it just saves her the, the trouble of having to pretend to remember everybody's name. You right. Know? So yeah. it's great. Uh, I've never like, I, there's really nothing in the world that I could care about less than scream five, to be honest. I like, I, it, I'm where you are, Chris. It's like a scream five. I was like, is, was there a scream four? I remember them releasing like two or three, but I didn't know we were at that point yet. But anyway, the, the um, uh, article that you had linked had said that uh, there were, you know, what Scott was just saying about, uh, separating people who've had contact with this person and that person. I think that we're seeing more and more in the movie industry that um, 
they're they're ripping the fucking bandaid off. Oh like, yeah, I think it's bullshit. I think it's like I I don't think they're doing contact tracing whatsoever. I think they're just like saying that so they can keep filming the fucking <laughs> billion dollar movie or whatever. They might they might and, be, yeah 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 um um and I'm you know it, it's I get why because you know th- there's the joke that like um. Sonic is going to be the only movie that wins any of the Academy Awards this year because it's the only fucking movie that released because it came out right before <laughs> Corona happened. Uh, not that it makes it excusable, but that's my thoughts on it. I mean, I'd give them all the awards just for fixing that horrible CGI. I don't, I've never <laughs> seen it, and I'll still give them the, all the fucking awards. Um, the next piece of news, and even being a Batman fan, I don't know how much of a shit I give, is that David S. Goyer is writing an all-new podcast series called Batman Unburied. That's literally the only piece of news about this. They don't have a release date. They haven't announced the cast. Um, I don't like it, because I don't like Goyer. I don't like Goyer's writing. I think he's a, a garbage pail kid uh, in real life. He's <laughs> animated with fucking okay. strings. I don't know. I don't know where this joke's going, but you know, I'm just gonna keep the train wreck rolling. He's a marionette stuffed full of shit, maybe like a shit pinata. That's pretty good. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. Uh, I don't know what the fuck that means, but it sounds like it means something real mean. Yeah, feels like he nailed it though. Yeah. Uh I don't know, man. Have you guys ever seen Milo and Otis when you were a kid? Yes. Okay. That when, when mm-hmm. I hear when, when I hear podcast where it's basically like an audiobook, just call it a fucking audiobook. It's not a podcast. It's gonna if if I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to break it down this way. I've been listening to Stephen King's It on audiobook, and it's one dude doing like 50 voices. Yeah, and it's, yeah. Hard not to, it's hard not to imagine Dudley Moore in Milo and Otis doing the voice of the chicken and the cow and the dog and the cat. And it's just fucking ridiculous. Uh, I get they want to add layers that like have like, you know, a- atmosphere layered in with the actual dialogue. But unless they're hiring multiple voice actors, don't call it a fucking, you know, just, it's an audiobook. Right. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. As someone who listens to audiobooks and to narrative podcasts, like th- there's some point where it just gets a little corny. I know that with audiobooks, they're trying to make it more immersive by getting like multiple voice actors and like famous actors as the voice actors and put, you know, thunder and lightning and rain in the background and like music. And at some point it's kind of like, all right, that's really cool. And I appreciate the effort you're putting into it. But at some point it's like, just make a movie. Like it's, it's not, I'm listening to something. There's a certain like expectation that I have of it. And as long as you meet that expectation, I'm okay. You don't need to go all the way up here. It's, right, it's, right. I don't know. It's just superfluous. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, you know, just to bring everything back around, the feeling I'll probably have after having listened to this is the same feeling I'll get if I were to hit uh, said shit pinata, which is that I'll feel dirty and in need of a shower. So uh, <laughs> the next topic on the list is uh, Sam Jackson is probably coming back. It looks like there was some leaked mm. promo art for a Nick Fury series on Disney plus. Um, I have, uh, yeah, fuck it. We'll do it now. I have larger thoughts about uh, them making everything on Disney plus. So here's, here's the thing. It feels like they're straying a lot away from putting all the necessary info in the movies. Maybe that's not what's going to happen. Who knows? Maybe it's all going to actually be supplemental, but giving people like, Fury, a series, and then WandaVision is coming out, we know. Um, and, you know, and then and then dealing with the fact that there's probably going to be major ramifications for the Doctor Strange movie in that, which is, I don't want to retread that because we did that last week, but uh, it just feels like they're, they're so he- they're going to be supplementing things so heavily that, you know, you're going to need to have seen all this stuff. And I, I don't know how I feel about that. Like, Star Wars, whether or not you like the new franchise or the new set of movies, all the external shit that I really like is not necessary to enjoy those films. Mm-hmm. It might, it might make you enjoy them more, but it's not like required reading. And I, I don't 
know how I feel about Disney throwing everybody their own television show, but whatever. I also have, after you guys give your thoughts, I have some theories that I'm going to throw out there. But what, how do you feel about this, Scott? Uh, I mean, at a certain point, when does it become homework? You know what I mean? Like, like how much is too much? <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like I, know, I, know Derek, I know Derek feels that way about, like, literally half of the MCU movies as a whole. <laughs> yeah, you I need do. to watch three yeah. and you're good. Just, there's only yeah, three. Yeah, but, like, Pretty I much. I, I, I could have done without Captain Marvel too, guys. I didn't give a shit about anything. <laughs> I didn't need to know how Sam Jackson lost his eye, especially considering that's how he fucking lost it. That was the weakest shit ever. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but it, 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 it's, you know, it's, that, it's that Disney fanfare that we touched on last week again. Like Han Solo. I don't, I don't even know how he got the last name Solo. Mm, it's just yeah, the last name. Yeah, and it's, just the worst thing. I, yeah. I don't give a fuck where the dice came from. Show me the Kessel run. That, I'm here for that. Woody Harrelson, sign me the fuck up. Darth Maul at the very end, little teaser. I'm, I'm, I'm on board. But it's, it's that thing where like Disney, they, they, they've started building this incredible universe that I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of like most of it. I'll agree there's parts that don't work. But when you're, when you're dipping into series, you're going to have like, what, like eight an out series now, like eight total, yeah. I think, including, including She-Hawk. Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, WandaVision. Uh, uh, Loki series. Loki, Loki series. Yeah. Um, you know, Winter Soldier. And uh, oh, oh, this is so much shit, man. And it's like, I don't want to have to watch 10 episodes of each of these. But if I don't particularly enjoy one character story arc, I don't want to have to know that. You know, I don't have to know everything that happened. Read a synopsis to jump on board with whatever phase four is. And to me, it just seems like it's just they're reaching a point where it's just it's going to be blatant oversaturation. Right. No left yeah. About it. yeah. I mean, I, I actually wasn't sure everyone was going to agree with me, but I'm glad that you all did. Derek, do you want to add anything to that? Uh, yeah. No, I think what they're doing with all these TV shows uh, is they're like basically throwing shit and seeing what sticks. And I don't know, that's not really like I can't appreciate that. Um, I, I, I do feel like at some point it starts to feel like homework. There were a lot of even the films that I saw that, you know, the first half of them, like I said, I, I, I was into it at that point. And by the second half, I was just like, fuck, it's the same movie again and again and again. <laughs> but certain movies uh, like um, Spider-Man, not far from. No, it is far from home. The second one I just watched like two months ago. And the only reason I watched it is I was like. I need to watch the final one, the one I haven't seen yet. And that's how the last like seven of them that I've watched have been like. And I feel like how can a TV show about a, you know, second tier character be equal to, especially not more than even those movies that were kind of like, ugh, I guess I have to watch this. I think they're just trying to like test out <laughs> Ouch, a formula. Yeah. Ouch. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that, I mean, so now we know why we have Derek here because Scott and I will be a little down on it. And then Derek just twists the knife after it yeah been, yeah <laughs> and it's i mean i don't know man I, like from what i've heard they, they have unique interesting concepts for a lot of these things like with winter soldier there's going to be you know we, we got we saw that that, sh that uh is there a winter soldier tv show is that why you yeah falcon the winter soldier yeah, yeah. Oh, that's just the worst idea i've ever <laughs> heard in my entire life <laughs> that, that one all right first of all first of all you shut your fucking mouth let's right? take two characters <laughs> that suck and make a show that really sucks about the both of them there's 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 arcs there to explore though that we we've we've talked about me and Chris have talked about off uh off cast off stream whatever the fuck you want to call it yeah for sure um yeah like there's there's a lot going that's gonna be planned that I think there there is a story to tell there with Loki if it's if it's the version of Loki we saw who you know grabbed the tesseract and and vanished at at the uh kind of like the midpoint of Endgame there's an interesting story WandaVision we're all kind of in agreement there's there's something to to, to tell there right we're, with with Nick Fury how do you stop it from becoming like the Marvel Universe equivalent of NCIS 
or oh, you know what I mean? Like I know, like, it, yeah, just that that week, like that, like we talked about it. Like it's it's uh, what was that show we talked we shat all over last week? Oh, uh, Hellstrom or something. Yeah, how, how do we know it's not going to become another one of those where it's just like? Oh, I hope it does. I, I mean, I hope well, that's not, what I but, that's what I think the direction that's what I think is going to happen essentially. And it's not that like just to, just to be clear. I, you know, I'm not shitting on it just because it's MCU, because I was surprised by the fact that uh, WandaVision, that trailer hooked me in. It's like, holy shit. But I think like they're taking fucking second and third tier characters and just trying to make money off of them. And they're going to do anything they can to, like, put them in front of your fucking eyeballs and force you to watch them. And most of it, I think, is going to be shit. I think it's going to be dog shit. I hope I'm wrong, but I, I, I think that's what's what's happening here. Yeah, and I mean, so before we move on, so I said I had a theory. So kind of going off of we we know a couple things, right? From the end of Captain Marvel, we know that uh, we know that Nick Fury has been up on a spaceship, which is probably the headquarters for the Sword Department, which is the counterpoint. Ca- yeah, counterpoint. Okay, that's a real word. Counterpoint oh, yeah. to uh, Shield. So Shield, for those of you who don't know, uh, Shield is the basically the defenders of, of Earth, and then Sword is the the intergalactic uh, counterpart. So it looks like they're setting that up for some role in the new phase of the MCU. And the theory goes that if you look at the WandaVision trailer, it looks like the people that are kind of surrounding the outside of whatever, I don't know, like bubble she's created or whatever reality shit is going on. Um, Like Monica Rambeau, the adult Monica Rambeau we talked about. And also apparently the Darcy from Thor that we were all like, what the fuck is she doing there? Uh, Work for Sword. Oh, hmm. shit. So we will. And that would make sense because the young girl, Monica Rambeau, knows all this space shit exists because she was there as a kid when she met Captain Marvel, right, et cetera, right. et cetera. Um, and it looks like that might play a bigger part. So the Nick Fury show will probably dive into that stuff. That being said, although I like that idea, I just again, I, I can't bring myself to I'm not going to watch that show. I can tell you I will not watch that show now confidently. And I will use the Internet as my companion and watch a recap because that's I think there's one way that it works for me, at least personally, like a Nick Fury. If, if it's if it's got that Guardians of the Galaxy style, big space adventure kind of thing going on, you know, if it's if it's grand scale focusing on like, you know, the, the, the galactic MCU, not so much small personal stories on Earth. Yeah, if he's if he's fronting up sword, that also leads to the possibility that maybe Wanda is trapped in a bubble by sword. That maybe they contained her because she was such a dangerous maybe threat you know what i mean like much in the same way that like professor x suppressed dark phoenix it could be something along those lines uh that's that's like a, a a narrative that's been beaten to death again and again from x-men movies to the umbrella academy fuck you umbrella academy uh and <laughs> it's just it's just you know i mean it, they, they could possibly find a way to make it fresh but again even with that like it's, it's still a stretch it's not going to feel like we're beating a dead horse with a second dead horse wonderful analogy and we'll cap it off with that um two real quick pieces of news one is that no time to die the new james bond film is shifting release dates i I don't know if any of you guys give a shit about it i personally very much enjoy daniel craig's james bond i think those movies have been pretty enjoyable so far yeah uh fantastic yeah okay good also, same page. Good shit. We're two yeah. for two right Robin now. Malik is a, it, Robin Malik is going to be a badass Bond villain. Fuck yeah, he looks, no he no looks awesome in that trailer that was out. So they're yeah. moving this yeah. from a November release to a 2021 release. It looks like April, so they're just skipping a whole fucking season. Jesus Christ. Um, and that's, I mean... Just bite the fucking bullet and release your goddamn movies already. Are we really waiting a full year for, for half of these releases? Like Black I, Widow. I didn't give a shit about Black, Black Widow last May. Now I gotta wait till this May to not give a shit about Black Widow. <laughs> fucking release your shit, dude. <laughs> 
Listen, they're, they're they're pushing it into next year so they don't lose at the Academy Awards to right. Sonic the Hedgehog. I mean, that's a fucking powerhouse film. It's high art. It's just oh, top shelf film. I mean, Ben Schwartz did give an Academy Award winning performance in that movie. No, we didn't. I, 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 no, we didn't. God, what are you he, talking about? You're the, the only one hyping up the movie, and I, now you're shitting on Ben Schwartz. No, I'm not. I'm saying it's the only did, fucking did, movie. Did something that you happen to you where you're, just un, you're unable awards. to detect sarcasm right now? What the fuck was that? <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Fair play then. Did you really the think that was my movie? movie? I didn't like. Did you really think that was my stance? Jesus fucking Christ! I, I did. I did. <laughs> beep, well, beep. Sarcasm has malfunction. Uh, so, god damn, dude. Little little tidbit of news. I actually shoved this in here. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> to also bring okay, up the friend. fact that it. Uh, I heard rumors that um, I f- fucking forget the name of the company. The company that owns the Regal Cinema chain. I think it's Cineplex or something like that. Uh, yeah, was probably. mulling over the idea of actually closing locations down for a little bit of time because there's almost nothing to show and no one's showing up yeah. so you know you're gonna keep those lights on and paying those bills i mean i don't know i don't know uh honestly i just like scott was saying i think they need to, to rethink their fucking strategy here and just give us the yeah. movies because if people want to watch them they'll watch them much like people yeah. paid to watch that god-awful mulan remake uh, yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah no, Eddie Murphy. You can press it in here. the most absurd way that you uh, could possibly surmise, and you know, like people want to have that movie-going experience, so they'll pay it. Yeah. But to to try to, I mean, I don't know. At this point, like we're kind of ready to go to the um, uh, movies as long as that there's some kind of like social distancing aspect uh, involved with it. But I get that a lot of people aren't. So you know, streaming software is out there. Right. I mean, it, it can be done. There's one thing that AMC has been doing. Uh, I am an A an AMC. A list subs member, not to brag or anything, guys. Yeah, uh, it sounded like a pretty big brag, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I pay twenty dollars a month to see three movies a week if I want to. It's it's you know baller status over here. It's nice, uh, but uh, it's actually a great fucking deal for those of you who have not checked it out. If you're not afraid of death, now's the time to join. The <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's their slogan. That's yeah, that's yeah. pretty crazy. But, but but they're doing all these incredible things where they're re-releasing classics. Like like sometime this week, I'm gonna go see uh, the forty. Is it 40th anniversary? Yeah, fuck. 40th anniversary or something along those lines of Empire Strikes Back on the big screen again. That's yeah, awesome. That's uh, yep. E.T., Jaws, like all these Jurassic Park, they're all playing five minutes from my house that I can go see them. Uh, and and when I go, I'm the only person there and it's great. It's fucking great. That is really like one, the, the, Well, I mean, there's one other person there and he always sits directly in front of me, but right. it's just us. It's just us. Or behind, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. You hear some weird fapping noise. Just coughing on the back of my neck. Yeah, <laughs> it's not great. Yeah, it's not coughing. Uh, <laughs> I missed that. Oh, whoa, whoa. So uh, not that kind of theater, pal. You got to do that outside in the car. <laughs> <laughs> now that we've covered in great detail the downfall of the theater chains. Uh, there's a little bit of an internet backlash to something that uh, they have done with the remaster of the PS4 Spider-Man oh, yeah. for PS5. Yeah. So Uh I'm going to I'm going to basically go ahead and just I'm going to I feel like I've been more cynical today than I usually am. But I don't give a shit that they're using a face model for the guy. It looks great. Spider-Man. He looks fine. I like I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't know why people even care. Like, who gives a shit? People were complaining that the face model looks too young again. Who cares? It's a fucking video game about made up characters. I like why? Why does anybody give a shit? We touched on this earlier, though, when we talked about the Sonic redesign. People are are mad with power now. They're, they're like, yeah. well, we told them to change Sonic, and they they listened. So, like, what else can we get away with? Like, shut the fuck up. It looks great. It looks fine. Yeah. Well, you, 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 you... Sorry, Sonic redesign was 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 obviously a good move. But yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. you're but, absolutely one hundred percent correct. You don't want your hedgehogs with teeth. This idea. I mean, that's all I really want. In life is a hedgehog with teeth. 
I'm it gave people the Harry idea that Pompadour for half that fucking movie. I want him bald and fat from the start. <laughs> I want bald, fat Jim Carrey from from the first frame to the last frame, and that's all I want. Fair, fair. Yeah, I mean, well, who Sorry. could ask for more? Yeah, right. I, don't, I, I don't get it. Like he's still going to win Academy cause... Award for best best antagonist. <laughs> yeah, guaranteed. He was the only one again. <laughs> he's yeah. the only antagonist this whole year. So <laughs> this joke is never not going to be funny. Uh, no, no, but it's just like people are pissed because what he, his, his chin isn't as pronounced as it was before. Like his his features are softer. Shut the fuck up and play the game. It's twenty dollars extra when you buy the Miles Morales game. What? What? Like they're, they're trying. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, they're, they're, they're trying something different. You you would bitch if it was the same exact fucking model. You'd bitch if it looked too similar. And now you're bitching because it looks too different. That's Just true. shut the fuck That's up. That's true. So the, the official line for anyone who gives a shit is uh, that the the new actor they chose to represent Peter Parker is closer to uh, visual looks of the voice actor, Yuri Lowenthal, who voices Peter Parker in the game. I, again, great. Don't give a shit. Cool. cool. Fine. Yeah. Looks, looks good. Man, we're three, game, we're gang. three for yeah. three yeah. on fucking agreeing. Uh, like if Doc Ock has a metal cock weird. that comes out as well, we can all we can all raise hell you know what i mean no i'm here for that I, I, i'd appreciate that yeah doc ock cock doc ock cock baby it's more rule 34 oh, boys. you guys keep bringing it back up doc it's the pan cocky yeah. shirt we, we want to create a weird sub community of people that like animate the things that we say in horrifying ways that's the idea that's the goal yeah that, that's this this podcast is just a launch pad for us to get our hentai company <laughs> just, just to get our ropes out dude Get them ropes. I mean, what did you guys really think I was? What What did you really think the whole point of this was? What so, do you think I'm doing beneath this camera? <laughs> oh, that's a terrible, terrible graphic. Yeah. Uh, so the last two pieces of news that was going to lead us into our main topics for today. Uh, we got the official title for Borat 2. Uh, we got a little bit of news about the release window. So the title, if you remember, the first movie was not actually just called Borat. It had a long fuck off title. This one, <laughs> yeah. following in tradition, is going to be... <clears throat> Borat, gift of pornographic monkey to vice premier Mikhail Pence to make benefit recently diminished nation of Kazakhstan. I'm sorry, can we get Derek to read that in his voice actor oh, voice? True, do it. Yeah, okay. yeah. Can you please? Wait, 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 wait. I, I like, need like, to hear this. All right. When you when you send me that, like a tale of a, a meme of beans and teeth, <clears throat> like that voice right there, it's so good. Borat, gift of pornographic monkey to vice premier Mikhail Pence to make benefit recently diminished nation of Kazakhstan. One more time. I'm almost there. Yeah. Yeah. Slow, <laughs> slow, slow down. Slow down. Borat. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. Too much. Okay. Lost yeah, it. Yeah. Lost it. Um, so taking back that movie theater, man, that guy's breathing down my neck again, all over again. <laughs> That's me. I'm that guy. I'm so What's that smacking sound? Why is it still like someone has wet pancakes behind me? <laughs> Pancake, you got it. So, uh, <laughs> along with the title treatment, they also announced that, uh, hey, the movie's fucking done and it's going to come out before the election. It looks like it's going to be here sometime third week of October is what they're guessing, but they haven't announced anything Hell official yeah. uh, on Amazon Prime, which I am looking forward to. And oh, really? On Prime? Prime. Yeah, yeah. And so we don't have yeah. to right. we're gonna pay any money. <laughs> you get yeah. it for fucking free. Yeah. Well, yeah. on top there of this, however yeah. fucking much you pay Amazon each year. Uh, a lot of it and yeah yeah it's a lot it's like 120 now i just <laughs> yeah. i just i just give them my money i they don't i don't I care. on for a second was thinking about sponsoring us and as soon as you're like yeah it's a lot of money they're like ah fuck these guys uh, actually but, well but I mean, since, since we're not getting that amazon sponsorship now can we all talk about how how much of our money that we spend every year on our amazon prime subscriptions goes to buy jeff bezos you know erectile dysfunction medicine maybe i mean that would make me happy big old big old pumps for that chode yeah yeah there's yeah. worse things to spend money on for sure <laughs> yeah he deserves to sling ropes as much as that's the rest not, of us that's do. Not the direction I thought you were going to go with yours. 
upstairs <laughs> to sling ropes like Spider-Man. Oh, so, got him. Uh, the trailer, which is our first major topic for discussion, I thought was was pretty great. And, you know, we talked about Borat before, and I think Scott and I, as soon as we saw like or heard, I, I should say, or read about the topics that were going to be covered in the film, uh, I was basically on board right away. But I, I have to admit, I had a little bit of hesitation when this trailer started to play. And I was like, is this is this movie going to be the kind of thing where the joke has been killed like we talked about in public so much that i'm gonna watch the movie and go and uh there was i think the trailer worked for me for the most part there was one particular part that i'm gonna have to do the the old wait and see on which was the fact that he's got not only a daughter uh but he's trying to present her to what looks like the president yeah, I watched the trailer twice and upon once today and upon rewatching it, I noticed he's dyeing her hair blonde, probably to make her look similar to Trump's daughters. Yeah. And uh, that um, made me laugh harder, but I'm still a little skeptical about it. How'd you feel, Scott? Uh, as a movie, I'm on the fence. As an act of political espionage, it's brilliant. Uh, <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen, we talked about this before. Everything he does, there's a purpose to it. He's not somebody who's just out there making dick and fart jokes for the the sake of making dick and fart jokes. But I would still watch them if you were. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. I mean, we, we all saw that that Brothers Good, whatever the fuck it was. Uh, <laughs> when they're inside the elephant and they get coomed on. Yeah. Ooh, 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 that was What? <laughs> yeah. Wait, Brother, what? Yeah, the Bro- Brothers Grimsby, I think it was, yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Gonna, gonna have to fucking YouTube that one after this. <laughs> yeah, Holy shit. Yeah, yeah you need to. Um, but I think, I, I don't know, I think he's releasing it before the election for a reason. Oh, I think yeah. he, du- he, probably, he probably dug up some, some really bad yeah. shit on some people. And I think, I think it's more about like what his show on Showtime was. I think, I think it was Showtime or was it stars, but he would go undercover oh, yeah. and he would, fu- he would fuck with people. I think he's, he's kind of evolved from more than just like uh, this character actor. Like now he's, he's way more political. Uh, he's kind of, he's kind of trying to make a difference in the only way he knew is how I think. Oh, right. And right. it's by, it's, it's by again, like, like, highlighting the absurdities and the racism and the hate in our country by kind of being this this guy who's naive to it all right and doesn't understand mm-hmm. what he's doing and saying and uh i mean hopefully hopefully it'll, it'll be something that resonates it'll be something that maybe will change some hearts and minds if they need to be changed uh and that's all i can really say about it how about you derek yeah no i uh uh I think Scoot said it. it's like it's coming out in a rush. It's not really a rush, but it's coming out like in a hurry at 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 for a reason. The election is coming up, you know, like coronavirus is still happening. And sorry. Oh, sorry. Um, fuck, I just got derailed. Sorry. It's coming out for a reason. Uh, anyway. Coronavirus is happening. Yeah, it's 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 coming out for a reason. The idea. <laughs> The idea is like a lot of these issues are happening now. It's the same thing with the South South Park special, which I watched the other night, which I don't know if we're having if you guys have seen it yet, it. if we're going to like dedicate a segment to it. But I feel like it's it's sort of put out. Um, they want their message to get out there while it's still relevant. And so I'm happy for that. I'm happy to hear us coming out in not even three weeks. Um, but uh, hopefully it's your better mic- than the South Park episode. Your mic again, buddy. Get a who me? Your mic again. I was trying yeah, to do it subtly. I, I saw the. I actually watching my levels. Keep going. Okay. Um. Yeah, South Park. That's it. Not that's good. that's it the whole. Not, it was not. It was really not. I, good. I, I, yeah, didn't, I didn't watch it, so I was gonna let you guys talk don't, if you wanted to. Just, just, no, just, just don't skip it. Okay. No, no. I mean, I mean just don't no, watch you, it. Like, <laughs> you, you should watch it. You should watch it. 
it, yeah. there's like a few good gags. There's parts of it that are funny, but the overall right. is well, not good. I mean, I mean, the bat bit. The bat bit. Was, a bat bit? Yeah, well, I mean, the, the whole the whole the whole Mickey Mouse thing was was. I mean, but aside there's, from that, there's man, a like, pangolin bit. There's a pangolin bit. Do you know what a pangolin is? <laughs> no. What? You, you probably have to Google that shit. You Google a pangolin right now. I want to see what your face looks like when you see Pang- one. Pangolin. Do you yeah, know, I know how to spell, spell that? Okay. It's, like, it's like P E N G O L I N. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Do I? So I'm just looking to see what the animal looks like. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. They look pretty. They look like a fucking Pokemon in real life. Would Would, would you yeah. fuck it? No, that's a hard no. He okay. looks. Right. He wow. looks a lot. Okay. Too, he looks a bit too scaly for me. Okay. All right. Well. <laughs> Which you know, I would hope is the only time I've ever said that in my life. <laughs> <laughs> okay so we're, again all kind of on the same page this is weirding me out i'm i was I, yeah, yeah, we're gonna find something to argue yeah, about guys I, this is getting yeah this it's, is it's going up. way too smoothly I, I think i know what we're gonna argue about <laughs> very, very good very good uh so the movie's coming out pretty soon we don't have an exact release date i'm also looking forward to it like you said i i think he's scott you described it pretty perfectly which is that his kind of shtick is going undercover and sort of getting these people to admit things that they would not normally say under normal circumstances, but it's because of how naively he portrays himself that he gets them to, I guess, sort of spill the beans on some unsavory shit. So, uh, you know, before we change topics, there was a news story like months ago about someone running into a big rally dressed up as Trump, holding a woman over his shoulder, and no one knew who it was. There was nothing else about it, and now it turns out... We know now. Now it turns out that was him. (laughs) Immediately after the trailer dropped, all these news outlets started dropping stories like, oh shit, that was him in costume. So that's really neat, and uh, I I hope there's a ton of shit like that in the movie. Uh, The trailer was funny. I mean, him trying to like smack... Smack like actually hit COVID nineteen off the wall. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> was a, I thought it was going to be a dumb gag, but there's the one. It's just the way. It's a testament to his delivery, comedic timing. The guy's like, yeah. if you see the virus, spray it with this. He goes, oh, so that makes it sleepy, and then I can kill it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, it made me it made me fucking laugh. So, um, we have next up is our boys' season or episode oh, seven. Yeah conversation i don't uh i thought we were all gonna agree on this and now i'm not sure because derek's got this smug look on his face like get ready for this so i'm gonna give last unlike last time and uh i'm gonna i'm gonna let derek go first this time i wasn't crazy about this episode okay Uh, i wasn't about the last episode either i feel like as a continuation from my criticism of the last episode with uh sean ashmore's um uh, their need for him to be like connected with. I thought that was kind of weird. Oh, sorry. Um, Hang on. Put a pin in it. Heavy, heavy, heavy spoilers. I, I'm not going to say that every time because that's all this podcast is, but just a heads up. Super right, fucking right. Fair like play. giant dump after Taco Bell spoilers. So yeah, just, big time, right big time spoilers. And a lot of times since I had one of those. <laughs> <laughs> one day you'll be back to the promised land. Makes Take, you miss it. Takes me back. <laughs> Um, I, I, I thought that his like continuation in episode seven was even worse. And it like almost supported what we were saying about the last episode. Yeah. How it was very like extra, like it, like his uh, need to connect with um, uh, Frenchie was, was not needed. And now in this episode, they make you think that he, th- they need him uh, by, you know, they're storming fucking Vaught tower. And he's like, Oh, Either uh, they still have me in their system or we're going to be swarmed by 20 guys with AKs. And it was like, <laughs> huh, 
thank God we're st- I'm still in their system. Like what? Why? Why? Like realistically, why would he be? I, I mean, yeah. yeah. And then they get up there, they build him up. They have, they have a, a good, you know, not a list, but maybe like B list actor. And they just kill him for no reason. I, I, yeah, probably, yeah, hard B. Yeah, hard B. Uh, I would say probably a C plus, B minus, maybe. <laughs> I, yeah, I was gonna say low B, but yeah. But, we, but honestly, just, like, no, go ahead, Scott. I want to. Like, can, can we pour one out for Sean Ashmore though? Because Jesus Christ, man, this guy can't get a recurring gig to save his fucking yeah. life. <laughs> like, I, I was so excited. I'm like, I'm like, this guy got fucked over because he was in an Animorphs. It was a terrible show. Watch your mouth. Uh, he got. He, he was in Animorphs. I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I read all those. Well, no, no, the, the Animorphs books were pretty yeah, good. Yeah. It was a good story, yeah, but it didn't translate well to Nickelodeon television. Like, no, those were those were, those were like young adult Pat, books. Wait, and they had to like are, really, are you they, they, they to, cousins, you know, Are you trying to what? tell me that Nickelodeon didn't have the proper CGI budget to give to a television show back in the early 2000s? Scott, is that what you're saying? I know it's hard to believe, Chris, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, fuck me. <laughs> no, but it's it's like it, it, to me, it felt like they wasted them. They had this incredible actor. They, they yeah. could have they could have done more with it. And it's just like. It infuriated me that we didn't just see him get shot in the head the second they got outside. If you were going to do that, like, it seemed like they wanted to subvert expectations. They wanted to have you think one thing and then switch it up on you. And to me, like, I was infuriated by the waste of the character, by, by him, like, first of all, I have some serious issues with him being able to burn himself to death. He's, he's, he's a soup that manipulates fire, but he has no fire resistance. The same with that, same with that guy, same, same with that guy in the last episode when they were in the soup detention center who spit up acid. I mean, tell me this guy oh, yeah. doesn't destroy his own esophagus vomiting up acid, but if it lands back on his face, he's done so. Yeah, at least they're being Fuck consistent. You, the Fuck you. Yeah, that's inconsistent, <laughs> though. It doesn't make any fucking sense. They're being inconsistent in their inconsistency. Or they're being consistent in their inconsistency. Yeah. And I, I also thought it was like, the, I, I feel like there was nothing on the show that has happened that was less believable than Huey infiltrating Vought fucking tower. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. seriously. Yeah. I don't know. That was too much. And I'm tired of these fucking moments between him and Starlight. Like these, like everything's quiet and they just smirk at each yeah. other a little bit. Like just like, to, like yeah. understand, like, come on, we get it. Like they're in love. Like d- just come yeah, on. You, like, you, you already thing. fucked. Can you stop acting like you're in high school? Yeah, yeah. Like, like, just, <laughs> you already fucked. You pulled the pin on it. Just throw the grenade. Just, just, just go get naked. Let her dim the lights again with her superpowers. Smirk and get it over with. I mean, like, what? Nah. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, you come in her belly button, you roll over, go to sleep. That's how it goes. <laughs> I, I do have to say, though, I do have to say, though, I was infuriated by the waste of, of Sean Ashmore's character Lamplighter, but then immediately delighted by the bit where they cut his fucking hand off. Instantly. Yeah, I'm like, was right. I'm like I, I forgive that you for that one thing. It's okay. So, uh, unsurprisingly, I am the more optimistic one. I, for the most part, and I do still have a gripe in one of them you already, you already picked up on, but for the most part, enjoyed this episode. Uh, what I was looking out for was if they fixed the shit that I didn't like from the last one that you guys also brought to my fucking attention, which was the poorly written uh, dialogue choices between certain characters. And I didn't think those were here so, so much. Like the, there wasn't any like super cringy, like, you know, we all love Huey dialogue moments, but uh, I did have the logic. Yeah, we do though. I did have the logic problems. So the fact that working in IT, like the fact that Lamplighter was still in their system when we see how stringent Vaught is with everything else, I, I was like, get the fuck out of here. That's bullshit. Yeah. Um, besides that, there was one other part that I don't think you guys did mention, which was when, uh, spoiler alert, uh, Starlight has a fight with Black Noir. Uh, no, actually, sorry, it's before that. When Lamplighter actually dies and the fire alarm starts going off, Huey's in that room alone by himself for what feels like 10 fucking minutes and no one yeah. shows up to fucking see why the alarms are going off. 
I, yeah. I'm like, I, and it's, it's the chair room. It's like it's where it's they have the it's their, their whole room. It's it's yeah, the headquarters of the headquarters. Yeah, and, and I'm sitting here like I'm like, what? Move, let's fucking go. Like, what are you doing, dickhead? Uh, although the arm cutting off was kind of a redemptive moment because that shit was fantastic. Um, yeah. But like also. What, what did Lamplighter, like, what, did he think they were going to give a shit? Like, they took your statue down, so you're going to burn yourself to death in the room to, like, show them? I, they're going to they're gonna mop you up and just go about their fucking business. They don't give a shit. I didn't necessarily. See, that's the other thing about his arc. Like, yes, uh, the way in which they killed him off I thought was stupid. But as a, as a character, I actually got just the vibe of not that he wanted anybody to care that he where he killed himself, just that he didn't care enough about anything anymore to, to he just wanted to die. I mean, then again, he yeah. did pick that room, so maybe I'm reading that a little wrong. Um, no, I, I think he I wanted to some- die in the last place that he felt like he was making some kind of difference. Like that, none of that, I had any kind of issue with whatsoever. It's just like the timing of it, and uh, like after again, like Huey and him break into the most fucking oh densely secured place in the fucking country. That's what made it goofy to me. The fact that he okay, my microphone is just fucking with me right now. All kinds of tech technical difficulties tonight. Episode two, but, technical you know, difficulties. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, uh the fact that you know he he did that wasn't what I had an issue with, but just how it happened was I don't know, kind of goofy. Um yeah, I I I can agree with that. But so besides those kind of grievances though, me personally, I mean I I thought the episode actually did quite a good job of um reminding you of all the various plot threads that are out there uh and kind of and moving them forward a little bit i the only part of those plot threads i didn't give a single shit about was um starlight and her mom because that whole side story i don't really care about uh i actually made a list of shit to bring up and and, well i would like to call scott's oh shit moments uh so let's see if i can oh yeah let me pull them up so uh, we trademark that Scasso shit moments TM. Uh, so wow, the fucking intro that was an ode to the incel. The entire intro yeah. of the show. <laughs> yes, that was that was Fat Neil from Community. It was. I don't know if you guys know that. Fun fact: that was Fat Neil. It was Fat Neil. Mm. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, the whole thing. I mean, the way it plays off of modern day politics, like demonizing immigrants and and doing the super terrorist shit, and then literally it this montage scene of this guy slowly being, you know, essentially brainwashed by the propaganda he's seeing day in and day out. You know, you see the little nods when he wakes up in bed behind him, he's got the poster on his wall of Stormfront um, and other superheroes. So, you know, he's into that shit and just watching like they, they do really smart stuff in that montage of watching like him walk past somebody who just ignores him day after day, you know, and it, it, it did. I thought the intro was again, they nailed another intro for me. I, they've been doing that nonstop. It's especially topical considering the uh, the people who were who were killed by by that uh, the young kid Kyle something. It's it's kind of, it's kind of almost a mirror. It's I know it's meant to be like a mirror of of modern day politics, but it's literally verbatim what happened maybe like a month ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and to me that's it's insane. You know, and you get the sense that this guy wants to be somebody. He's no he's nobody values him in his everyday life. He feels like he doesn't matter. He doesn't exist, and he thinks to himself. I can make a difference. I can be somebody and everyone who thinks the way I think will appreciate. Yeah. And it's yeah. that, it's that indoctrination, that brainwashing that we're talking about. And it's, it's, it was incredible. I thought, yeah. I thought that was, that was the best opener they've had so far in the entire series. I think as far as he very like, much like goes out of his way to make his point, which is yeah. almost, it should deconstruct his point, but to the people who agree with it, it doesn't right. for some reason. Right. Right. And uh, I, th- I thought the intro was fucking great. Uh, I have another yeah. new, uh, note here, but I actually rereading it. Don't know where it went to, but it's a cool line. Black Noir with the fucking headshots. <laughs> I don't remember what happened right after the intro, but apparently yeah. it was Black Noir. Uh, 
thoughts and prayers captured me a lot in in, in the same vein as the yeah. intro when Stormfront and Homelander are having this this kind of rally. They literally they're like thoughts and prayers, and I went, "Ooh, man, you fucking yeah. got it." Yeah. That, to me, that was on yeah. the same level of having the Homelander on the side of the barn in the south with the Confederate flag, uh, just being yeah. like topical yeah. as fuck with the show and really kind of like hammering it home. Uh, then this was one of the topics I wanted to bring up, which was Homefront, uh, uh, Homelander, sorry, taking Stormfront to see his son, uh, which I thought was one. I almost had forgotten about that plot thread of his son because they haven't been around for like two episodes. Yeah. And yeah, simply because they're weekly, you know, that's three weeks ago. We saw him last time. Um, but I, when they landed, I went, Oh fuck. I didn't even think that this is where they could take that storyline. And that whole scene was a heartbreaking for the mom and, and be uh, really hard to watch. Like just watching Stormfront. Yeah. like these people, it's not even a situation where in real life you might feel overpowered because it's two to one and you feel unsafe with these people, but they're actually unkillable as far as we know, superheroes who are in the Stormfront's like, no, it's fine. And I'm like, oh shit, what do you do about that? You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it, 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 I, I, I think so too. I mean, like there was a moment we've talked in the past about how uh, Homelander is a great antagonist because he's believable and in, in a very distant way, he's relatable. And so the moment where, you know, they're talking about taking him and uh, I think her name is Rebecca, right? Rebecca uh, I takes her I, I outside. Think, I think it's Rebecca. Uh, takes him outside rather. and says like, Oh, you know, I understand that I'm lying. I understand I'm doing this wrong, but I need, you know, I need him to have a normal life. And, he kind of goes like nods in this solemn agreement. You yeah. Go like, oh, wow. I thought they might actually Even though leave. He's a pe- yeah. Same. That, that's the point, though. It, it's like you, you, you know, he's a piece of shit, but you think, oh, maybe he's making an exception for his kid's mom. And then like 20 minutes later, it's like, oh, no, he didn't. He's he's leaving with the kid um, I, I, again. I love I love Homelander as an antagonist because um, he always keeps you guessing. Yeah. And. Yeah. In the moment that he like kind of like nodded, I figured he was gonna uh you know do her way of things, and then obviously he didn't. <coughs> Sorry. No, you're good. I mean, I mean, uh, you know, literally, you know, it, it was heartbreaking, like I said, um, to start off the description of the segment, but like you know, like like literally watching her son come out and being like, You lied to me, like they just showed yeah. me all the shit that you're hiding from me. And then and then to to like leave with Homelander and and to you know it's it's one thing to echo in real life like that's what I think the show does such a good job at is going well the, this you know this is what it might look like if there was a world with superheroes and one of them was a piece of shit with an estranged son and he was a dickhead stepdad or not not stepdad a dickhead uh, father and decided to like yeah. fill his mm-hmm. son's head with like shit against his mother yeah. but now mm-hmm. the dickhead father has superpowers that could you know melt you if he wanted to so she's extra powerless. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also think it's worth noting that uh <clears throat> ooh, my voice just got real deep there. Oh, you sound um, horse, you sound Derek, sexy, was that though. you? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. Uh Qu- Queen Maeve comes in and saves Starlight at the last minute there, but does not leave with her. Um I thought that was interesting. So uh, yeah, yeah. Uh Maeve Maeve's whole arc of this episode I think was really interesting because you watch you watch her have everything that matters to her, the, the the one thing that matters to her in her life taken away from her. And it's by no fault of her own, really. Aside, I mean, we can make an argument that it was, but she she basically is being held captive by Homelander oh, the same yeah. way that, that everyone else around him is all the time. Everyone's so afraid of him, even his handlers won't dare challenge him. The only one who will challenge him is the uh, the CEO of Vought, whose name escapes me at the moment. Uh, Stan Edgar, um, I think, maybe? 
Stand Agder? Yeah, something Sounds familiar. Agder. Fuck yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, you, you see, you know, you see uh, in the last episode, we saw the footage get found of the of the plane crash that Homelander left everyone to die on for and Maeve left everyone to die that on. That was good, yeah. Um, yeah, and, and now we see the repercussions of that where, like, Maeve is losing the, the, what very well may be the love of her life. Yeah. Um, and that's like that's all she has. She, she's been mounting this plan to blackmail Homelander and distance herself and get away from the seven, get away and just start a new life somewhere. And now that's all gone. Right. So what does she have left? And like, how is that? How is her? How's her character gonna gonna deal with that in that transition? Um, and we're seeing we're seeing her kind of already having those like fuck you, fuck you vault moments where she's she's going full rogue, but she's not willing to like break off and go and go with the boys. You know what I mean? She's kind of doing her own thing, right? Uh, and, and kind of following her own moral compass, which I think is gonna be really interesting to see play out for the rest of the season. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like her um, having her girlfriend leave because of the shit she saw Maeve do on camera was kind of the last straw for her. And she's like, you know what? I'm not going to just stand by and let this piece of shit do whatever he wants. Like I might be one of the only people who can try to stand up to him. So, but she, she's like, you said, she's not going full boys. She's going to do it from the inside. She's going to try and sabotage him in a way that she can and and be useful. I also wrote down Maeve uh, vaping. Oh, Jesus Christ. Because I, you know, I know lots of people vape. Wait, did you write down Maeve vaping? Oh, oh Jesus I, Christ. Even a dot, dot, whole? dot in between. <laughs> like, I, you probably, you know, you can't see it that well. Oh, uh, it's, now it's not focusing. It's right in the middle. Uh, but yeah, dude, I, I believe you, though. I believe you wrote that down. I, uh, yeah. Look, I, I, I understand why a lot of people switch to vaping in, over cigarettes. And I, if, if either of you vape, I'm sorry. I just, it, every time I watch someone do it in my brain, I'm like, oh, douche. Oh, I don't think she was vaping. I don't think she was vaping nicotine. I think she was getting yeah, high in bed. Big, with, big old, with, big old high. Yeah, yeah. She was, she was ripping donks, son. Uh, she That's was, a fair use. She was slonking doinks, dude. Fair, yeah, fair, yeah. fair use policy. Just, no, just, she's not slopping doinks. No, but she was. She was kind of just trying to numb herself, and she said she had that moment with Ashley, which is like, can't you just be a fucking that human being for great. a minute? And Ashley turned it off. Yeah, that was, uh, that, yeah. yeah. She, that was. It was. Inc- I thought that was one of the one of the, the best scenes I've seen with Maeve, and definitely the best scene I've seen with Ashley thus far in the season. That was pretty great. Yeah, really cool. her, her I mean, I think it's it, it's good. It, it's pretty obvious that uh, uh, Maeve is trying to like retake control, which oh, yeah. um, Homelander is trying to take from her, um, which is why she jumped in and shoved the fucking Almond Joy down Black Noir's throat, <laughs> which, by the way, Best. isn't it hilarious? This dude who's like ha- has been unstoppable this entire time just has like this simple allergy. <laughs> like everybody knows a fucking five year old idiot that has that <laughs> allergy. <laughs> I thought that was a good yeah. idiot. Like he has the yeah. control over it. <laughs> You have a nut allergy, fucking idiot, <laughs> fucking dumbass. Do you, do you think? Do you think in Stormfront's new world order, uh, all the all the weak with nut allergies will be weeded out? Is that gonna be part of the <laughs> yes. the, the grand scheme yes, with, nut, yeah, with actually nut products? Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich on a plane without getting a gun held to my head sometime before I die. <laughs> Everyone, if that's possible, in Stormfront's uh, new America is forced to eat one peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and if you die, you are not meant. For yeah, this were world. we not? Were we not the weak? If you die, what? you're out of the pool. Yeah, yeah. Um, win win. Oh God! Um, do we do we get confirmation? Is Black Noir dead? Did that kill him because she kicked the epipen away. We didn't see him get back up. We have seen nothing of him since I then. Doubt, I doubt I he's doubt. dead. Maybe, but I doubt it. I, ho- I hope he's at least hospitalized, comatose. I think that'd be really fucking funny. Yeah, <laughs> if he's like in the bed in full costume, still because they never show his fucking face. I actually uh, also <laughs> on my list I wrote "fuck yes, Maeve" with the almond joy in all caps. Uh, <laughs> I was literally sitting here with I'm sitting here with my phone watching it. I'm like, oh fuck yeah. 
Um, <laughs> I also wrote a line. We were talking earlier about Lamplighter and his bullshit exit from the series, but there's the part right after, perfectly on brand for Huey, where he lights himself on fire and uh, Huey kneels down. And he goes, oh, "Fuck you, man!" Like he just takes the. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like so mad at him for killing himself. <laughs> like Huey's like, "What the fuck?" And I, yeah, I, I agree with that. Uh, and my last. My last uh, note here is popping like grapes because that fucking the end of that show oh, yeah. splatting heads, bro. Just mm. Boop, mm. yeah, yeah. Pulling those shit off uh, like ticks. I get why they did it, obviously. Um, but I think I think we established in that scene that it's probably not Stormfront doing it, right? I don't. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think it is. I think I think I think potentially maybe some the uh, the religion the religion that has in, mm. has uh, brought in a train and uh the, the deep I, I can't i can't remember the, the name of their bullshit yeah they're scientology yeah, they're, they're basically scientology um, yeah yeah they're yeah, scientologists yeah. let's with, with I, think, I, think, I think the leader i think the leader of that cult uh well we're gonna call it a cult it's not a church leader of that cult yeah. um i think there's there's a deal that he worked out where he's gonna get the deep back into the seven and, it, and possibly a train part of that might have been that he would protect thought from any potential leaks right could be and he, I think the leader of the cult may be the guy who's crushing heads like he's on Kids in the Hall. I was going to say, either the leader of the cult or they have a soup indoctrinated in the cult that can do yeah. that. Because the only other yeah. time we've seen that happen was the senator, I think, or the CIA liaison earlier in yeah. the show uh, when the heads popped. So it's it, there's absolutely, I agree. I, I wasn't necessarily thinking the collective, but it makes perfect sense now that you mention it, that it would be yeah. someone from that side specifically saying like, hey, deep uh, A-Train, we're going to get you guys back in the seven. Uh, I just got to do something for him real quick, to, real quick to make it happen. Yeah. But uh, I saw someone share the sentiment of, is this the boys version of the red wedding? And uh, yeah. <laughs> I, my immediate, no. my immediate visceral response was, Oh, that's great. And then I was like, well, no. Cause like no major characters died. It was a great, yeah, I don't, give a, scene, I don't give a shit about any of those people. It's, <laughs> like, you know, they're, not, they're not stabbing pregnant women in the stomach with a knife on camera yeah. who we cared about. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it I carried no emotional it, weight, but it was incredible to watch. I thought that it nailed the urgency of the situation, though. Right. Still, like, yeah. and, and like I said, I have a lot to a lot of bad things to say about the past two episodes, but that one scene was like, oh fuck, someone's out there who can fucking explode people's heads like at a whim, right? Um, and so even though, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't the red wedding in that like major characters are dying, right. it was still like holy fuck is a major character about to die. So it yeah. still kind of hit it for me. It, it also kind of confirmed. So when the first head pop happened, like that might have been episode one, right? Episode one, episode two was very early. Uh, when that, when that happened, excuse me, you're not sure if it's like someone has like a chip in their brain that gets blown up or if it's like a superhero yeah. doing it. And now I'm pretty sure that it's a superhero because I think it's a suit. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I doubt all these people have fucking chips in their heads ready to ready to be. Yeah, why why would a off. former CEO have an implant in 20, 20 years? Later, right. I mean, yeah. And I mean, there were some sense. fucking Z tears in that crowd. So there's no reason yeah, they, yeah. they would have any kind of chip implanted. Right. I mean, can you just put yourself in the shoes of someone in that room, though? Like, how horrifying would it be to see heads popping around you and not know if you're next? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was it was very Cronenberg-esque and I was I was all about it. Yeah. All right. Uh, final thoughts on the episode or are we good to move? I'm good. Good. I, I absolutely must take a piss right now, though. Oh, <laughs> I have to. Boy. I have okay. to do I'm going to need you to go to the doctor, my friend. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> we'll discuss your options while you're away. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Um, I know but we still got a few things left to cover. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so we're going to do we still have to just for the listeners out there. We have the Cyberpunk 2077 um, worker 
worker rights thing, uh, which is ordering additional workdays. And then the Jamie Foxx electro what the fuck is going on with that conversation and we we i, I have you know yeah. theories obviously i'm sure we're all probably same page but what's really important yeah. here is should he go see a proctologist or <laughs> I, no, I think that's just the butt that's just the a butt. urologist then it would have to be urologist. yeah, okay. yeah. He, he needs to see, he needs to see a urologist um but also i don't know i don't know man it's either in so some people some people just have smaller bladders you know what i mean like like some, some people got big dicks some people got you're right dicks. but as we, bladders, as we get older you know as men i mean he might be looking at an enlarged prostate Oh, uh, oh man, let's 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 not let's not have that conversation while he's not here. <laughs> he's going to listen to this back because, again, confirm we are the kind of piece of shit that listen to our own podcast to make sure it doesn't. Oh, suck. true. Uh, uh, he's going to listen back and be like, these motherfuckers. I mean, they're, they're yeah, pushing that Ricky Bobby evil could be a UTI. He could have a urinary tract infection. You know, that also causes yeah. frequent PP. Mm. Mm. I'm, not, I'm not sure which way to go, but all I can say is that uh, that shipment can't come soon enough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he can never know. We'll never know. What was the grand total on that? Uh, I didn't get that one yet. That one, that one still has a day left to go on. Okay, okay. But, 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 but I, I'm watching 13 currently. 13. <laughs> any, any, any of them that I can get for less than $40 after shipping and handling, it's going to happen. It's Are you going to buy multiple? Oh. No, I mean, no. No, no, no. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to buy whichever one. Oh, okay. The, the viewers, you guys, sorry, the viewers, but mostly the listeners, have no idea what I'm talking about yet. But, you you will. you will and it's going to be a callback to episode one yeah uh yeah i i just had this mental image in my head of him surrounded by them like everywhere like some kind of <laughs> fucked up collection <laughs> i mean if you want to go halves on we can buy like three of them. i i i might i might get a couple i might pick up a few <laughs> <Yeah>. of them <laughs> oh here he comes i'm definitely i'm definitely all about that life yeah. Yeah. about that chamber <laughs> What did you say? I can't help myself. Get get ready, later, boys. Later. Oh man, get ready for and, it. And uh, that's what I think about that. Welcome back, buddy. Hey, oh, yeah. good to be back. Hey. Uh, we have two more topics hey. to discuss. The next one up on the docket is going to be Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Publisher is ordering six day work weeks ahead of the launch of Cyberpunk. That would be CD Projekt Red. So, I have thoughts on this, and I'm sure you all do as well. I'm yeah. gonna let one of you guys go first. Uh, Scott, how do you? You mind if I take? Yeah, this? absolutely. Take take the wheels. Yeah. Uh, uh, now we saw a huge backlash uh, for Naughty Dog around the time The Last of Us Two was dropping when they had the you know the mandatory crunch time. Uh, there was even leaked gameplay footage and ga- and cutscenes from a disgruntled employee over their working conditions and the way people were treated, uh, the unfair wages. Right. Uh, with 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 uh, Cyberpunk uh, 2077, uh, I don't think it's anywhere. In the same ballpark, CD Projekt uh, employees. There, there's a 10% of the company's annual profit that's allotted to bonuses. So these people are crunching, but they stand to make like tens of thousands of dollars for their crunch time. In some cases, hundreds of thousands of dollars, depending mm-hmm. on the position, what they're doing. Uh, I mean, they they only have you know 1,000. I mean, 1,079 employees as of the end of June. Uh, and with the company, you know, with with their their total market value about to go up to uh, estimated to go up to 520 million. Oof. Some of their some of their employees can become millionaires after the launch of this game as their stocks rise. You know what I mean? So like, it's it's not it's not the same the same scenario we have with Naughty Dog. I understand why people are against it. I don't feel that it should be mandatory. But I mean, if if someone told me I was going to be a millionaire or you know have an extra two hundred thousand dollars in my pocket for for working six seven days a week for like a month, two months up until release, fuck yeah, yeah. That's 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 a house. That's a that's a that's a Tesla, bro. 
That's a test. Well, you, you, you could, yeah, you, you could put your shitty kid through college. You know, he wants to go to art school. Send him. <laughs> Fuck him. Get him out of the house. CD Projekt Red Bobby- should use a clip of you saying that's a Tesla, bro, as a motivational video for their <laughs> internal police. <laughs> Just think about it. No, like but it, like it, it, to me, it seems like it seems like there's there's they're way more concerned with their employees' well-being. Uh, with the culture, the culture within CD does not seem to be nearly as toxic as it was at Naughty Dog in, in any in any aspect. And it seems to me that like. Now, these these guys, uh, they, they did everything they could to avoid crunch time. They, they delayed their game three times to avoid crunch time. Right. Now they're down where they have no other option. And they're even saying like 10% of our annual profits are allotted to bonuses for employees. Right. We only yeah. have just shy of 1,100 employees. They're all going to make fucking bank when our IP rises. You know what I mean? Like, right. It, there's, yeah. I mean, it, to me, to me, it's to, to, to demonize it. You're just looking, you're just looking for something to be mad about. Just sh- I, again, and shut the fuck up. That, that's my opinion on it. I feel like there's like, um, there's been so many scandals in the gaming community for the past like 10 years or whatever that anytime we see anything that isn't like wrapped in a cute little package, mm-hmm. we see it as a scandal. We're looking at, you but I don't think games. this is <laughs> a bunch of shit. I don't see this. I don't see it as a scandal. Uh, first of all, in Poland, there are uh, laws that um, prevent loopholes around paying overtime. Right. If you work overtime, you get paid overtime period. So these people are going to get um, overtime pay. Right before Christmas. All right. Beautiful. That's beautiful shit right there. Uh, and as um, as Scott was saying, it's like they all own stock in the company, which I think is only uh, uh, slated to go up. I don't think this is right. really the big deal that it's being made out to be. I, I think it's a, everybody wins because the, the developers win. They get extra money in their pocket. Uh, the consumers win because we get the game without another delay. And of course, the stockholders win because they met this deadline. I think it's win win. I wasn't a hundred. I was pretty sure, but I was not a hundred percent sure when we first talked about this in uh, our group chat that you guys were going to be on the same page as me. So I, I stopped talking because we like to uh, listeners. We like to stop. We like to make sure we save our, our back and forths for the actual podcast. You're getting fresh. We, we like to blue ball. Yeah, it. We're like, we like to, yeah. we like to hold it in. You know, I've been holding this next one in for, for three days, man. It's a big boy. Like to, oh, 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 by oh. the way, guy, but before you go on, I, I feel like blue balls needs to be left in the past and it should be called cummy ache. <laughs> God, yes. <laughs> Blue balls. Leave it oh, where it belongs. No. Uh, we give ourselves cummy It's gotta be. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if I want to put cum in an episode title. I think I'm gonna. <laughs> I think I'm gonna stick with funeral fanfare. Uh, <laughs> okay. So I wasn't sure you guys were gonna be on the same page, but yeah. I, I mean, we're all at this point piling on a dead horse because you've both now gone over the same things. But it, like you said, cummy <laughs> Scott's still dying. Uh, one, they're. It's a mandatory sixth day. They're not working longer hours. It's 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 just an extra day in the week. So it's not like a lot of the a lot of the bad crunch we've heard of is one unpaid crunch time. People literally just saying you got to work on this game this many hours a day longer than eight. Um, uh, Some of those are working like they were 16 hour days, like crazy shit in some of the stories we had heard previously. This is not that from what we can see. Um, Like you said, they're getting they're getting fucking paid overtime for it. Uh, and the owner took full. He said, look, I specifically said we were not going to crunch for this. And I take full responsibility for the fact that we're behind and that it is now our responsibility to do this so that we don't have to delay again. And I, I just I like you said, I it's all reporting is is valid. But in this instance, I think uh, that headline was a little too much clickbait because the headlines yeah. were all 
blah, blah, blah. This is bad. And while it is bad, it's nowhere near there. Everything has shades of gray. Nothing is nothing in this world is black and white. And this is a prime example of like, yeah, OK, it, it sucks that they have to do this, but it, the conditions are not what you guys are thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's not ideal, but it's definitely not bad. I agree. Yeah, I mean, like, again, like everything we've covered, the, these employees are treated like very well. Uh, and it's it's not it's not a copycat of the of the Naughty Dog situation, which you know when you read into the details of that story, I would be outraged too. But the problem is with these clickbait articles, you have people reading the title, not reading all the fine print that literally says these guys have it fucking made. Right. When they're done with this game, a lot of them could probably fucking retire with 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 what they own in stock in the company yeah. because this game this this company is going to blow the fuck up. Five hundred and twenty million is their estimated value at the end of the year. So I'm not sure how much of that. I mean, I assume a lot of that's probably going to be from the from the new game. Absolutely. Cyberpunk 2077. And and look, I mean, CD Projekt Red as a company has a lot of rope with with me personally, a lot of goodwill because they have shown yeah. themselves time and again to be just a good company who cares about their fans and their employees a whole hell of a lot. So, you know, I mean, honestly, until the story, they were one of the poster childs of like a well-run studio that does not kill its employees and make people make high turnover rates. So, um, yeah. you know, I, I'm looking forward to it. but. Uh, speaking of potentially bad situations, uh, Jamie Foxx as Electro in a stunning move is going to be in, in the third Spider-Man MCU installment. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm going to. I I don't know how I feel about this yet, other than the fact that it, it leads me to believe several theoretical things are happening in this new phase of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But Scott, because it is literally waiting to burst forth, go right ahead. Yeah. Um, I. <clears throat> Ooh, let me just. Yeah, let it simmer. Let it simmer. <laughs> yeah, this is this is that crock pot full of shit is what this is. And this is fucking. I could not think of a shittier way to Loki slip in a confirmation of multiverse theory into the MCU than this. You're right. gonna pick. You're gonna pick. Jamie Foxx as Electro is the worst thing that's ever happened to any Spider-Man, including Uncle Ben dying. It's the fucking pinnacle of, of, of a great actor who's just handed piss poor material. They, they Edward Nygma'd him. They had him be this, they had, they had him be, they had him be this fucking like, I'm going to send you a picture. All right, I'm going to send you a picture. Remember Coach Klein? What, what was his name? Coach Klein from, from all that. When right. Kel, when Kel would be, would, like, was the, he was like the fire marshal bill equivalent of, of all that. It's fucking, dude, it's, it's atrocious. It's the worst thing I've ever fucking seen, and I hate it. I'm going to send you two pictures real quick. If you, can, if you can throw them up in the jaw at any point, it would be very poignant. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll wait right. for said pictures. So while you're sending them, I will remind uh, you, but, well, both you guys and chat, that uh, this is not necessarily confirmation of a multiverse, right? There's, there's always the possibility, because he specifically said in his tweet he will not be blue this time that they decided as a nod to the movies he was in uh, that they're going to recast him as Electro in this one. There's a, there's a chance that it's not a confirmation of multiverse. Now, I don't know how much mm -hmm. of a chance there is of that, but there's a chance. Um, Derek, how'd you feel about it while I pull these up? Uh, for the sake of my understanding, um, Spider-Man Into the Multiverse was Fox and uh, Spider-Man Far From Home and Homecoming were MCU, right? Uh. I believe it's tri it's Sony and TriStar Sony, Pictures for the right. for into, into the multiverse. Yeah. Oh, it's it's a group company because uh, that that's what I was confused about. Like bringing Jamie Fox live action into a multiverse concept in the MCU seemed like kind of a far stretch to me. Now, if they 
if they bring into the spider first, which I thought was Fox. And I you thought look at the pictures excellent. right now. Are you look at the pictures right now. Yeah, you are. I'm not. I'm waiting for Derek to see finish. Him. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. If it's done in a meaningful way that doesn't have like copyright <laughs> infringement, they're like dodging fucking bullets the entire time. That could be really cool. That could be really fun. But I feel like Spider-Man is this like fucking battleground, dude. It's no man's land that like is constantly just being ripped and torn at. So I don't know. I, 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 I'm, I'm excited to see what they can accomplish. I still don't know who they is. I don't know if it's the fucking Marvel or if it's uh, uh, Fox, but uh, Kevin Feige has been working very closely with Sony Pictures to incorporate because they both they both own the rights to the properties of Spider-Man. You know I mean, like the, the oh, Disney Sony. Made, info. OK, yeah, yeah. Disney made a deal with Sony uh, so they could use you know Tom Holland, Spider-Man in the MCU. You know, they brought him in in uh, Avengers or no, sorry, Avengers, Captain America Civil War. And he's been, I, think, I believe, in, in six. All right. The only reason anybody that? enjoyed that movie. Oh, I mean, if, fucking. I mean, Paul Rudd's a, a national Take treasure. That movie. You, you, yeah, really. Um, but it's. I don't, I don't know if you want to pull these images up, man. Like you couldn't have picked a worse fucking villain. If if Willem Dafoe was announced, I would have been doing fucking backflips. I would have been so fucking excited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I made sure I pulled them up side by side for you, so we could just get if like like look look at look at this shit. One Google search tells you this is a bad idea. I don't care if it's I don't care if it's a reiteration of, of Jamie of Jamie Fox as this as this Edward Nigma fucking electro oh like God. bullshit. We're like like he's he's such he's such a socially awkward guy, uh, but he just happens to fall into a tank of electric eels, and instead of being murdered, he becomes like what? You know what I thought it, was an especially douchey touch was the fucking comb over. <laughs> like yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I hate so it so bad. much. I hate it so much. It's it's, it's <laughs> the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Can you zoom in on Coach Klein's face so he looks like he's part of this this podcast with us? <laughs> Can you zoom in? <laughs> well, not. I mean, not really. Hang on. Uh, I mean, it, it works. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there he is. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Jamie, well, do you, Jamie, do you have any thoughts on being recast in the MCU? <laughs> it is. It is the worst way. Like, if you're gonna go multiverse, man. We get it. Like, you have Multiverse of Madness in the title for the new Doctor Strange movie. You don't have to tiptoe around it. But if you if you want to incorporate, like, I don't want to see Tobey Maguire. I don't want to see Tobey Maguire. I do want to see Tobey Maguire. What are you talking about? I don't, I don't want to. See, I don't want to see the other iterations oh, of Spider Man in the MCU. I don't want to see that with that door open because then it gets sloppy. Then then you have to acknowledge Venom as part of the MCU canon. I'm crying and the, the shitty the shitty Mobius movie that's coming you gotta, out. You gotta get. However, you, Black Cat and Silver Sable horseshit they try to shove in our faces and make us pretend is good. It's just like. <laughs> Sony just needs to suck it the fuck up and let Disney buy the pro- buy the property and then let them let them at least attempt to make like a well-rounded movie with with, with, all, with all these properties if it's even possible. I like I like the situation, Jamie. Of, Jamie. Of Scott giving a legitimate conversation. Well, Eric and I, I literally cry. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll, I'm going to talk directly to Jamie now. Okay. <laughs> Uh, uh, audio listeners, I'm so sorry that you can't see this. Uh, no, 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 this no, no. Fuck you guys, fuck you guys, check it out on YouTube. I was gonna say, check this will be up on YouTube, and right now we're at the one hour, 20 minute mark. If you want to just go on there and, and jump forward, you see the spectacle. This is our first guest, it's really nice to have you here, Jamie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. now, Jamie, you, you've 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 graced the screen with your presence in such incredible motion pictures like Django Unchained. Uh, mm. uh I mean, oh God, Baby Driver, you were incredible. Uh, riveting even like just just visceral and and and, and terrifying motherfucker jones even motherfucker sure. jones and he, was, he was motherfucker jones what what an unexpected comedic delight you were in that feature film 
when you heard about this flaming piece of shit that's that's barely being strung together with with some kind of convoluted multiverse narrative, what were your what was your first thought? Strong silent type, I'd say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, no big deal. Yeah, all right. No, uh, we're a little shy too. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like again, you, you had you had the, you could have chosen Defoe. You know what I mean? You could have you could have. I don't know. I, I would have taken Topher Grace over over fucking like Jamie Foxx's Electro. If I'm being honest, yeah. I would I would have taken anything over Jamie Foxx's Electro because it's just it's really really. He was the worst thing about that movie, and there were a lot of things. <laughs> it was so bad. Uh, imagine taking terrible. a fucking A list actor, a fucking triple A list actor. Yeah, yeah. And just reducing him to a fucking bumbling, bumbling uh, uh, fucking yeah. nerd. Like, bro, bro, you were in Ray. How the fuck did you read that script? And be like, this, this is the next I mean, step. I, this, is, this is what I got to do. I really don't want to get into bashing the Amazing Spider-Man 2, but like, he also got his powers from a tank oh, of, it's too late of for fucking that. eels. What? A tank of eels? It's just, there's a reason those franchises ended, is all I'm going to say. Like, like, Spider-Man 3 was a box office flop, and it was, why it was, I think it's, it's, Widely acknowledged that it was just a piece of yeah, shit. Yeah, but we also from, got from from the emo Peter Parker, and th- th- those are memes from for decades. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah it but, gave but us I, memes. I'm not mad that we got the memes. If I could, t- if I could take back, if I could just give back the memes to the universe, and then get Sam Remy's actual <laughs> artistic vision for Spider-Man Three instead of what they forced fair, him to do fair. by throwing throwing venom in, I would I would take that 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 reality over this one. If I'm being honest, we we may not be on the darkest timeline, y'all, but we're, we're definitely on the fucking dumbest, and this confirms it. Yeah, this confirms it. And I hate it. I hate it so much that like <laughs> just keep randomly looking at the picture. <laughs> Me too. It's really distracting. It's I really... hate it so fucking much, guys. And I can't. I, I can't even articulate it. Like I start to talk about it, and then my face gets flush. And it's just. It's oh man. It's not good. It's not. Spider Man ended because the Spider Man Sam Raimi trilogy ended on a, a severe downswing. Uh, the Amazing Spider Man two was so bad that they they scrapped what they had in mind for the rest of the trilogy. It didn't even get a third entry. It didn't even. I don't even think they. They allowed them to finish penning a script for the third one. I, yeah, you know what I mean. I like it's so just either. those those franchises didn't those particular iterations of this <laughs> franchise didn't work out for a reason. We don't need to bring them into something that's already has what Derek. I know, I know. It has it has success. It has it has <laughs> trying to cut you off before you even got to say anything. No, no, no. Yeah, no, I, he I, did. I opened my mouth. He's like Derek. I know. <laughs> no, but it's like 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 don't fuck with a good thing. I mean, it's like like right now we're we're. For the most part, we're all enjoying Peter Parker, Spider-Man, the Tom Holland, you know, iteration. If this is if this is the well, maybe you're not. But you don't, you don't, you know. Okay, <laughs> you don't enjoy most things I enjoy, so I take that with a great assault. Um, but but to me, it's like it's if Tom Holland's drunken sobbing phone call with Kevin Feige and the head of Sony it resulted in this, I would have rather had no more Spider-Man. If I'm gonna be honest. If, if this is gonna be what we get, this is this is Fonzie jumping the shark of the MCU to me. If we end up with all these other messy, sloppy. Uh, you know, versions of Spider-Man that are dead for a fucking reason, just coming back, and and villains who are have been killed off canonically coming back. Like, wh- what do we spend all this time building up the, you know, the the Sinister Six for all these little little hints, all these little subtle nods to the Sinister Six? Why are we building that up to throw it in the trash and do something that's way worse? See, you're uh, exactly where I was upon watching Spider-Man Three, <laughs> in which you said yourself was too many things at one time. Yeah. Spider-Man three was where it should have ended. It should. I mean, it should have ended at two. I agree with that. Which was incredible. Oh, God. Oh, oh so hey. Sorry. Hey, welcome back. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> yeah. Jamie, you're, uh, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, pull that shit up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <where>? <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. 
Jesus, I can't. Um, I have been so distracted with that fucking picture that I have done nothing. Yeah, but get it out, please, J- Jamie. I, I, wanted, I, just, I think we lost. I think, I think we lost video, on Jamie. He's he's not. Well, it's actually. I'm getting word from his publicist that Jamie. he's got another engagement to go to. So uh, thanks for being here, Jamie. I really, we really all appreciate thanks, it from Jamie. the cynical nerd. We love you. Uh, being the first official guest, it's just been an honor to have you. And yeah, excellent. I'm, I'm hoping you'll come back when the uh, eventual dumpster fire of a movie that you're going to be in is, is comes out. So so everybody, say bye to Jamie. I love you, James. Good. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate you, bud. What a nice guy. You know, you, you always yeah, are afraid to meet dude. the people that you idolize, but sometimes they, they just... always tell you not to meet your heroes. And in this case, I think they yeah, were yeah. wrong. Yeah, yeah. Um, that. I, I should have gotten to say I like the way you die line for me though. That would have I would have been over the fucking moon. Yeah, I, mean, I don't want to be that guy. You know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, to, I think his, his publicist left me a note that he had laryngitis. So it might explain his <laughs> lack of communicative skills with us. Yeah, yeah. Even even really, I mean, blinking does, was a weird one. You know, but you, you never yeah. know. Does, does he look shorter <laughs> to you? And, he and, looks short. He's a little smaller, less hair, <laughs> less hair. Uh, I I don't know. I let's see. I don't necessarily <laughs> think that doing a multiverse Spider-Man thing. Means it'll be garbage, right? But then again, I'm Mr. Benefit of the Doubt. Uh, but I, I was just cool with them bringing back J. Jonah Jameson. Like, I was cool with that. that just have a movie awesome. and bring him back. That's all I fucking wanted. Yeah. I, you know, I, I think what's happening is they see the uh, really good reception to uh, Into the Spider-Verse and are mistakenly mm-hmm. thinking what was so captivating about that film was the fact that there were multiple Spider-Mans, <laughs> which is not true. Yeah, yeah. The, the captivating thing about that was it was a really well-written film that had wonderful animation. Like, yeah, I, yeah. that movie. Incredible. It, it, I, and music. Yeah. Oh, the score is incredible. Jesus it's a Christ. Perfect, it's a perfect movie. It's, it's a really, yeah. real, I've watched it several times and it does not, it does not get worse. It only gets fucking better. It's a fantastic film. I love Miles Morales as a character. Um, I fell in love with him. We've talked about it, I think, first podcast, but the ultimate arc of him uh, was was really wonderful, and then in the game they they did him justice, and I'm in the movie was was I was just like oh another top notch fucking piece of content, yeah. But that's actually our last topic for the day. So unless Derek uh, or you have any final thoughts about this this news, whatever you want to call it, uh, I, you know, I I had one, but I lost okay. it somewhere. Yeah, I I might find it, you know, but I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'd I'd like to talk about uh compound. No, no, nope, you guys nope, don't mind. Nope. I'm I'm good with not doing that. <laughs> yeah, we're we're gonna talk about cum power. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm certain you guys are. I'm still familiar. stuck on cum ache, bro. I'm still stuck on cum ache. <laughs> I'm certain you guys are familiar with um, hysterical strength. You have like people who, in the moment of extreme emotion, right, right. find strength to you know. You had a woman in Russia who fought off a fucking bear for like eight minutes to save her right, son. They lift, oh, they wow, lift a car if someone's in danger. Yeah, we've it, heard it, of- right, right, right. So come power is the moment when you're about to come that you can do anything <laughs> but, that you but want you, to. You can fly because <laughs> <laughs> you're too busy coming. That's come power, baby. <laughs> it's not a power at all. It's a double edged oh, sword. You know, you know what? You know what? Come power does for me. It helps clear my sinuses when I'm stuffed up. <laughs> Yeah. We had this conversation like off, like the older you get, everything. power gets gets a little more uh, <laughs> uh, menial, but you know yeah, yeah. it's there. You got cum power. See, I thought I thought we were gonna go the opposite direction. Like that, if you're too tired and you come, it wakes you up. If you're hungover and you come, it brings you back to life. I thought you were gonna say that like that 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 the the, the secret to longevity and health and happiness is in the coom. 
but that's but exactly again, where it is. Yeah, but we we still haven't. We it's haven't. really in the moment before you coom, <laughs> though. That's where you have the cum power. Oh, Once okay. you let it out, you've lost all your cum power. <laughs> and with that, I think the podcast is officially over, and not just for this episode, <laughs> but for all time. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, actually, we we do need people to, to kind of kind of uh, email in. We need somebody to get in on this cum versus coom debate. Yeah, now, it, now, it's I, I, it's an important one. Yeah, I don't know if you guys are familiar with with Tob Honks. He's, he has an incredible body of work. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I am, <not>. but but <laughs> but Tom Hawks cannot come because they are dead. <laughs> Can't come when they're dead. This is devolving. I'm cutting both of you off. Uh, he, he's been <laughs> he, he's been stripped of all cum power <laughs> because they're dead. Give two punk back his cum power. <laughs> With the second episode of The Cynical Nerd out, you can officially find us on all major podcasting platforms. We're now up on Apple, Google, Spotify, uh, maybe not iHeartRadio yet, but if you use iHeartRadio exclusively, I don't I don't know what kind of person you are. I don't don't know what kind of person you are. You have zero cum power. No pullout (laughs) game for you. Uh, I mean, so all the major platforms, if you want to. If you want to email us in, if you have a, a question or a comment, if you want to chime in on the on the cumb cum debate, uh, it's questions at the cynical nerd.com. It's cum. Uh, you can check us out at Facebook.com slash the cynical nerd. And we're going to put this video up on our uh, YouTube channel and you can check out all the super fun uh, visual stuff that you didn't get a chance to, to listen to in the uh, audio. All you heard was Derek and I crying while Scott gave yeah. a very detailed explanation. I'm going to have to listen to that just to know what you said, because I was laughing so hard. It's I mean, I, I got to be honest, man. All those things have been bouncing around my head like like, you know, that scene in Men in Black where Will Smith touches the little little ball and it just breaks everything. Right. It's been destroying my it's been destroying my entire emotional fabric this entire four days since you showed me that okay. link. And I, I, and I feel like I wish we would have sat down and recorded that instantaneously because a lot of the hate dissipated. Oh, okay. you know what I mean, it wore away and wore away at my, my happiness, my well-being, <laughs> my general health, <laughs> uh, mental and physical. I chain smoked half a pack of cigarettes after I read that. So, good. You know, Scott really suffered for everybody. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I hope you guys yeah. appreciate it. Um, Pretty top shelf. Yeah. He had a real cummy yeah. ache with those thoughts, if you will. <laughs> Bring it back. So uh, my name is Chris. You can find me at uh, I stream on Twitch at twitch.tv slash TCN plays. Uh, all the socials that TCN plays. Scott, how about you? Uh, you can find me on Twitch uh, TV backslash Swearwolf with an E. That is S W E A R W O L F E. And we'll be doing VR and uh, horror streams all month long. Come hang Very out. Very nice. And my name is Derek. You can find me on Twitch and Twitter at Dr. Gary Loom, MD, which is not Gary at all, just Dr. <laughs> Gloom, MD, uh, at Twitch or Twitter, whichever is your preference. I like how your voice yeah. got real sexy there, Thank but you also you confused, you confused the fuck out of everybody who's trying to search you. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I'm going for. Yeah, this, everything's weird out here. You Find didn't even Gary Loom Twitch as well, though, and then have them both. Yeah, right. As, as, like a backup, yeah, yeah. as like a fucking fishnet. Like, oh, if you came here, I gave you the wrong name. Go to this one. Well, no, but you just you have to just have slobs and then regular OBS and stream to both the exact same thing <laughs> at the exact same time. I agree with that. Every time you that's stream. a fantastic yeah. idea. You should do it. That's a good, uh, yeah. This has been episode two of The Cynical Nerd. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks so much for coming by. Thanks, gang. Come see you next you. time.